Yes, it's back. Welcome back. Episode number three. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Yes. Today is March 21st. Mm Mm-hmm. It is 8.18 p.m. here in Central Time Zone. Yes, Texas, baby. And we are still under quarantine. We are quarantined. Yes, we're supposed to stay home. It's not an official ordered but everything else is closed, so you're going to be staying home. There's nothing else to do, <laughs> so it's staying home. <laughs> yes, so cheers to yes. episode number three. Yes. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. Can you believe it? Episode number three. I mean, hey. <laughs> it just means progress. That's what I think. Yes, think. we progress. are moving forward. Yes. Despite the quarantine. Despite all mm-hmm. odds, we are like, hey, we're doing this. Despite the corona. Despite the corona. That's trying to pull the whole global world down. I mean, the apocalypse is nigh, okay? The apocalypse is nigh. But we were surviving. I pray it's not the apocalypse. Because, girl, <laughs> it's feeling like it as day and day goes on. So so today we are drinking. Let's see. I had So because of the quarantine, mm-hmm. I stocked up on my alcoholic beverages. Yes. I got mostly wine. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of whiskey. Yeah. So we're drinking bullet whiskey mixed with some peach juice, a little bit of lime juice, mm-hmm. and some ice. Yeah. How you liking it? I love it. You know, I like it with a lot more juice because, you know, <laughs> I don't drink brown liquor typically. But I've been talking about how I need to switch over mm-hmm. because the light liquor, the vodka, all that stuff does not work for me anymore. Yeah. I'm never, so, I'm never like, anything. I'm just... Still sober. Yeah. So this whiskey has me feeling a little bit slow. Yeah. I feel like my speech, my mood is a little <laughs> bit slow. So y'all gonna get the relaxed Talani today. You're welcome. <laughs> but I love this drink. So tell the people what you put in it. You, did you talk about that yeah, already? Yeah, so okay. I put a little bit of peach juice. Mm-hmm. Well, like half peach juice. Mm-hmm. Bullet whiskey. Uh-huh. and Or bourbon, I should say. It's actually a bourbon. It's really good. Yes. I think it's about... Uh, what is it? Ninety proof, so forty five percent alcohol. See, that's why <laughs> I'm not used to the ninety proof. That's okay. why I'm feeling the way I yeah, do. No. But I love it. Okay, and that's the whole because I feel it. And the true test yeah. is when you wake up tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. How do you feel in the morning? Yeah, and that's that is what really has drawn me to dark liquors, mm-hmm. aged liquors, anything that's set in a barrel mm-hmm. for you know however many months or so. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's really drawing me to it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And then I uh, put a little bit of lime juice Mm -hmm. and you stir it up. You don't shake it, you know. Mm -hmm. And there you go. Voila. With some ice. And it tastes pretty good. I'm with it. I'm excited. And then we also have glasses of Malbec on deck. Yes. Um, Let's see. This glass is Trevento. From Argentina, of course. You know, it's 2018. You're welcome, Trevento, because this is the last time we're going to do any free advertisement. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> Apparently, it's the official wine of the major league. How soccer. many percent it is? Is it? Because I like to know the percentage of my wine. Thirteen point five percent. That's what I'm talking about. It has to be ten and over. Yeah, so absolutely. That's why we are only drink red wine. Yeah, Malbecs, yes. Pinot Noirs, mm-hmm. and. Zinfandel. Mm-hmm. Lord. Yes. Love a good Zinfandel. We need the percentage to be 10 and over at all times. Absolutely. Especially on the wine. Well, Girl, it's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy week because as information 
comes along day by day, something else happens, and we always think we don't have nothing to talk about, but then the week happens, and there's a whole slew of stuff to talk about. So there's always going to be stuff to talk about because things keep happening. And especially this week, we've been having to be quarantined. Life is like a movie this week. Yes. Life has been a movie for like the past two weeks. Yes. I like to think my life is a book Mm -hmm. always, Mm -hmm. but this book has been turned into a movie and it is on and popping around. And the crazy thing about it is it's not just Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. It is the world. Yes. And we we think we have it worse, but literally other states are being completely locked down. Yes. Like our restaurants are closed and things are closed except for Mm drive-thru. So which makes us feel like things are already on shutdown. Mm -hmm. But people are actually on shutdown right now. Like Florida, like California and New York. So as a result, like I just can't even imagine what that's looking like for those people right now. I mean, when I left to go to the grocery store yesterday just to pick up some extra stuff, Mm -hmm. because it seems like this quarantine is going to go on for a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. You know, the world still seems to be, or at least Houston, Texas still seems to be operating Mm -hmm. as normal outside of like. H-E-B, yeah. like the grocers giving me baskets that have already been sanitized. Mm-hmm, yeah. Which or I like, appreciate that. We should have been yes, on that. <laughs> or see, exactly. Or seeing people in the store with yeah. gloves on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, people should always do this because yeah. when you think about produce, how many melons do mm-hmm. people touch before they find the one that they want? But actually, it's actually the same thing, right? Whether yeah. you touch it by hand or touch it by glove, you're still transferring germs oh, really? from things to well, things. Well, you're the nurse. Because so you're, you pro- you're protecting yourself from the germ, yes. right? But yes, you're yes. still touching it because so you're, you're touching surfaces and you're touching... So you're transferring pro- germs yeah. from surface yeah. to surface to it's, surface. Exactly. So Got it you. doesn't really make a difference whether you're touching it by hand or you're touching it by gloves. So yeah. you're not... You're but not, you're protecting yourself. You're protecting yourself. But at home, you still got to wash them. Yes. You still got to wash your hands. So it's still... Really, hand wash. It just goes back to number one thing: hand wash. Just, keep things washed. Yeah, keep, keep just things, be a clean person. Yes, cleanliness next to godliness. Okay, exactly. God said it, so makes it true. I was closed. loving H E B because mm-hmm. they have all, they have so much signage now. Mm-hmm. So the signage, there's signage that says, "Please remember to wash your produce." Yeah, when you get home. Mm-hmm. And now they've got little. I don't know if you saw, but they have little things on the floor that says, "Thank you for pla- practicing social distancing." Yeah. And it's like, thank you for putting this down there. Please mm-hmm. leave this down there. Because yeah. people in general, mm-hmm. before coronavirus, yeah. stood too close to That's other true. people in line. So and it was like, bruh, yeah. bag, 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 mm-hmm. bag. Mm-hmm. Give me 50 feet. Exactly. <laughs> and I went to my, like this, I didn't see the signage yet, mm-hmm. but I went to our HEB today. And literally, it felt like I was come, going into the club. They had a security officer <laughs> that was, instead of checking your IDs, they were sanitizing people. The line was all the way like around the corner. And I'm like, I can't even do this today. I don't have the bandwidth to do this today. Yeah. So I was just like, instead of going to the store, I'm just going to come see you. We're going to do this podcast. And I'm going to try again tomorrow morning yes. by 7.30, 7.45, line the line early. you got to get out there early. So I don't have to be around the corner before I get to HEB. Because I think they're trying to observe this 50, only 50 people in a place. Mm-hmm. So as a result, they are managing the how people are going into the mm-hmm. to the grocery store. But it's completely frustrating. This social Because we're not used to this. This is all unprecedented. Yeah. This is new. And it's so inconvenient, but... <laughs> first <laughs> world problem, what we talked about. I know you told this first world problem, but I'm so used to a certain level of quality of life that 
I just can't believe this is the United States right now. Like, this is so baffling to me that this is the way we have to live. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, anything else about your week you want to talk about? You know, uh, no, I've Mm. just been quarantined and working. Mm. Working from home, Mm. eating at home, talking to people at home, (laughs) watching movies at home, Mm -hmm. drinking at home. Mm Posting videos on social media at home. Everything I've done has been at home. Outside of running to the grocery Mm -hmm. store. And, oh, I went to Starbucks once. Which Which was was a drive-thru. No, it wasn't a drive-thru. But, so I have the Starbucks app. Uh And so I placed my order online before. Because, like, you can't sit down. Mm -hmm. So I placed my order online from bed. Mm -hmm. Then I got up. It was Mm -hmm. six minutes away. Mm -hmm. Drove to Starbucks. Ran in. It was sitting on the counter. Grabbed grabbed my drink Mm -hmm. and left. Mm -hmm. And, like, they had all the chairs and the table stacked so people couldn't sit down. And, you know, they had a sign on the door, of course, that Mm -hmm. said, like, sorry. But right now we're only doing grab and go. Mm -hmm. Grab and go. Mm -hmm. Which, of course, makes sense. Yeah. But... I was very happy that I could still get my Starbucks. Yeah. It was a day that I needed to be like alert. Yeah, yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. so it, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I haven't had coffee all week because I don't make coffee yeah. at home. Uh-huh. So what I realized is I need to get a coffee maker. Yes, that and is I need to start necessary. making my coffee at home. Yeah, that is so necessary because like I can't even survive. Like I'm sure I could, but I can't imagine surviving without coffee. And yeah. For my week, I've just, I had four days off because the way my days were sectioned from home, Mm -hmm. but I'm so used to normally doing so many things at all times Mm -hmm. that this felt so weird to me. Like I was like, should I pick up at work? I don't know. I had a meeting on Thursday that was called off to due to the coronavirus. As a result, I had to stay home. So I was just trying to make the best of my time. Yeah. I started gardening, girl. (laughs) Girl, it's like, what can you do right now but to... Keep yourself busy and do the Keep best yourself you can. entertained. I yes. think I've done a great job of entertaining myself, mm-hmm. which I know we'll get more into later. Mm-hmm. But I think I've done a great job of entertaining myself so mm-hmm. far, but it's only been one week. Mm-hmm. And that's generally how much time I need to recharge in order yeah. to be social again. Mm-hmm. So I think before all this quarantine, I had been pretty social, yeah. especially with stuff happening at work mm-hmm. and events and then mm-hmm. hanging out with friends and stuff. Yeah. So like, this would have been my normal mm-hmm. week to be in, chill, and, and recharge. And then next week, again. right. And then mm-hmm. next week, get back going again. Yeah. So, with next week still being quarantined, yeah. I am a little trepidatious about, <laughs> about how that's going to yeah, go. Yeah. So, we'll see. So, really, the move is House Party 10 or less. <laughs> yes. <laughs> house Party 10 or less. We're going to be going to each other's house with some liquor with some food, with some music, and make it shake. Are we not, Are we gonna be? I'm gonna, you know, y'all gonna come over. I'm gonna do temperature screen. That's what I was gonna temperature ask. Temperature screen. Taking temperatures at the door. I'm gonna take temperatures at the door. Okay. I'm gonna give hand sanitizers at the door. Okay. And trust and believe everything is gonna be wiped down okay. before you come in. I, okay, I agree. Tonight, yes. I know we're having brunch tomorrow yeah. here. Yeah. So tonight, I'm gonna wipe all surfaces down, yes. doorknobs, mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't have. I wish I had the forehead thermometer. Yeah, I got yeah. the like stick it under your tongue. Yeah, yeah, and wait yeah. For a it's second okay. Tomorrow. You just gotta do it on the 
wipe it off and put it under the okay under the under the <laughs> armpit. Okay, yeah, so exactly. I'm gonna take all. So your... I'll bring some alcohol wipes. Thank you. So okay, you, you bring alcohol it. wipes, yeah. and then we will take everybody's temperature, and yeah. then we can get the brunch take our party started. Okay. <laughs> and tomorrow, how many is gonna be? It's four, four of, of us. us. Exactly. Yeah. So it'll be cool. We'll it'll make our own party because right now we just have to move with the state of life at this time. I'm ready. I'm ready to turn up. I'm, I got a playlist on deck. Yes. And it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be awesome. Awesome. So, anyway, uh, we are trying to do our segments in a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So, this week, a news blog and commentary. So, we're going to talk about each topic that comes up, okay? So, the first one that we had is the Treasury Department sent a proposal to lawmakers to approve $250,000 billion in direct payment to Americans in April, with another $250 billion coming out in May. So as what I heard, that means twelve hundred dollars for each individual person. Twelve. So I heard a thousand, yeah. and depending if you have, and then an extra five hundred per child, or an extra three hundred per child, or something yeah. like that. I think they said there was some kind of debate in Congress because they thought twelve hundred was too much. Mm. So maybe that's when they talked it down to a thousand because mm. they thought twelve hundred was too much. But what do you think about a good thousand in your pockets right now in April hey, and in May? I am not a fan of the Treasury or of the administration, I should yeah. say, the mm-hmm. current administration. administration. Exactly. But I will take the money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am not yeah. going to turn down a thousand dollars. Like, I've still been paying bills mm-hmm. and I am very grateful and fortunate mm-hmm. to still have a job. Yes. So praise I am, God. yeah, praise God. Mm-hmm. So I am not necessarily hurting mm-hmm. for money, mm-hmm. but there are things that I could be doing with this money. There are some holes that I need to like dig myself a little out of. Yeah. So I will gratefully and graciously mm-hmm. take a thousand. I ain't still, I ain't vote for him in the next <laughs> election because any president would probably have done the same. Yes, exactly. Especially but, once you put the pressure on him, you step on his neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, especially or, last week when he's denying that there was even a coronavirus. Right, when he said like... That co- it wasn't even a th- real threat to the yeah, United States. exactly. So this is a far move from mm-hmm. last week. It's a very mm-hmm. drastic change, yeah. but this is what this administration is known mm-hmm. for. He says one thing, it says another, yeah. and no one seems to freaking care. You know, or hold him accountable properly. I mean, media tries to, but then it will be like, that's a very nasty question. <laughs> That's his favorite word. That's a very nasty question. I'm like, okay, sir. So, yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited. What about you? No, I really would be looking towards the $1,200. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm super excited because that's $2,400 with my husband. So I'm looking forward to the money. Wow, yeah. You got a dual income house. Girls. So, so I hope they really send it and they don't cap it over. Well, so anything. that's what. I did read yeah. that there is like salary caps. Yeah. Like if you make seventy five thousand dollars or less, you'll get the full amount. Yeah. If you make over seventy five thousand dollars, you get less. Yeah. But you still get something. Yeah. But like if you make over ninety nine thousand, mm-hmm. so if you make six figures or more, mm-hmm. then individually mm-hmm. you're not getting anything. Yeah. But I feel like there's so much misinformation out there. Exactly. Like everybody's reporting different things. Mm-hmm. So really I'm just waiting to hear what the final word is yeah. from the treasury mm-hmm. before I get excited or disappointed. About anything. Now yeah. granted, like I make decent money, mm-hmm. but I ain't making mm-hmm. six figures mm-hmm. currently. Mm-hmm. So like I'm going to get something. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my husband was saying. He was like, um, 
over a certain amount, you don't get it. I'm like, okay. So yeah. I hope I get something. Yeah. We both get something. So regardless, like that amount sounds really good mm-hmm. for anybody's pocket right. and for us to put it back to the economy. So right. if that was the whole premise behind it, definitely it's a smart one. And um, yeah, I can use the money and so can everybody else because people are already getting laid off. So Yeah, I mean, so, you know, I was telling you I used to work in the travel industry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or, well, you know, I wasn't telling you that, but, mm-hmm. um, and they've recently laid off mm-hmm. so many people in the hotel field mm-hmm. and it makes sense because no one's traveling. No one can travel. Mm-hmm. Houston is a hot spot mm-hmm. for travel, mm-hmm. medical travel, oil and gas travel. But with all of these industries being down or on a standstill, mm-hmm. they are laying people off and. I just can't imagine the type of state I would be in Mm -hmm. if I was still selling hotels right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd be absolutely fret. Mm -hmm. You know, just Mm -hmm. like not being, I would not get out of bed because I would have no job security. I'd be so uncertain Mm -hmm. about what tomorrow looks like. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they closed down two of the hotels that I used to sell and laid off everyone except management Mm -hmm. is like only a blessing from God Mm -hmm. that I'm, not there right now. Not yeah. saying that it's not a blessing from God that people are there. You know, everything mm-hmm. is always working towards our hearts, exactly. our highest good. Mm-hmm. But I think God knew that mm-hmm. that probably wasn't a situation that, that I would have been able to handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. would have been in bed right now. We would not be taping this podcast. <laughs> you would have been going through it. Yeah, I'd I'm been like, Fred, Fred, <laughs> yeah. wake up, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> been knocking at my door yeah. to no answer because, yeah. like, I'm depressed because mm-hmm. I have no job and I got bills to pay. Yes, yes. so girl, it's, it just goes on, and I we're just hoping for everyone that's going through something that it's it's gonna be all okay, and hope in the Lord and just pray because literally this experience causes you to be to draw nearer to God mm-hmm. because it's just a little bit more moment to just be still a little bit Absolutely. more. And just reevaluate life. And everything, I was talking to Jeremy about that. Everything is an illusion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Within a week, mm-hmm. the whole market is down. Mm-hmm. Within a week, companies are shutting down. So everything that we rely on and trust on mm-hmm. is really all the illusion. Yeah. Because within a week, all of it could be yeah. ended. Gone. And we know with how, you know, Harvey shut down the whole city of Houston and, you know, surrounding suburbs. Like... This is what's happening for the whole entire world, world. is shutting it down. For the entire, that's yeah. the, that is the most trippiest part about it is mm-hmm. that it is the entire world. world. Mm-hmm. It's not just yeah. Texas. It's mm-hmm. not just Houston. Yeah. It's not just America. Mm-hmm. It is global. Yeah. But I was telling a friend yesterday, I was on the phone with her mm-hmm. and uh, we were just talking about how you know no one should really feel they're better than anyone because all it takes is one mm-hmm. unfortunate we are all one unfortunate situation away, away. from being homeless exactly. or something mm-hmm. from being absolutely destitute mm-hmm. like I don't care how much money you have mm-hmm. stored up mm-hmm. like granted we try to save to mm-hmm. have a cushion and mm-hmm. like I'm saving to have a cushion and you mm-hmm. know should I have been still been in a hotel industry and gotten fired mm-hmm. I would probably be good for Another couple of months. Mm -hmm. But, like, we are all just one really unfortunate situation away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From Mm -hmm. being at rock bottom. Mm -hmm. So, and this is no, this is proof of that. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of people would not have predicted, everyone, Mm -hmm. I should say. Yeah. Except for whoever created, quote unquote, 
as I give air quotes, whoever created Uh the coronavirus, Uh but no one could have predicted Mm -hmm. that this would be the pandemic that it is, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's such a, it's crazy. The pandemic is so crazy because not everyone's, the majority of people aren't sick. Mm -hmm. We just want to stop the spread. Exactly. So like I'm at home and I feel perfectly fine Mm -hmm. and like I'm up and I'm moving around, but Mm -hmm. I just don't want to get anyone sick. So I'm going to stay home so I don't get anyone sick. Mm -hmm. Yes, so we'll just move accordingly to the recommendations. So right. that's what we're trying to do. Uh, the next one was that Trump refers to the coronavirus as the Chinese virus. Uh, I can't ever read this without laughing. Trump refers to the coronavirus as the Chinese virus. Don't. Sir, I can't. I cannot take this man. How is he the whole president still? Can we just like do our alterations to the Constitution real quick and have Obama take care of this? I oh, wish we go through it. I truly wish that time machines were a thing yeah. and we could go back in time this and will... undo this bullshit. Mm-hmm. The fact that he is and I saw on like CNN's Instagram mm-hmm. that in his speeches, you know, where it's written out, mm-hmm. he has the word corona crossed out mm-hmm. and Chinese written on top <laughs> of it. Like I don't understand the type of audaciousness, mm-hmm. assholeness, yes. like bigotry mm-hmm. that it takes to exist in a person yeah. to get to that level mm-hmm. of being. And he's so okay with it. Yeah. I, he said he's just trying to be accurate. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying yeah. very hard not to curse right now, but I want to freaking curse <laughs> because that's so fucking stupid yes like i can't take him it's like how can you hoping you like that's enough to cause you to be in some kind of economic crisis if someone were to take offense for you to not really understand right. your position in the world and how you are seen in the world like that i can't understand how do you, you do not uphold the office that He's you're so in so oblivious yes it, also because China is not to be fucked with. Mm-hmm. China is a, they don't play these games. <laughs> they don't play these little reindeer games. No. Okay, they are a large nation. Yes, I mean in mm-hmm. landmass and uh-huh. population and military. They can build a whole hospital one day. Right. Yes. They pull together mm-hmm. a whole hospital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not even a, a hospital. Yeah. But they made makeshift hospitals mm-hmm. out of things just so they could treat their people. Yeah. But it's China. Mm-hmm. First of all, they are a very old nation. They go back millions of years, dynasty And we wise. get everything from China. We get everything mm-hmm. from China. Like, mm-hmm. they make everything. Yes. Like, our phones. Mm-hmm. Everything, you know, every, <laughs> our clothes. I'm like, Sarah, why are you playing this game? I just want to apologize to China because I'm just like no we don't mean it don't even no I mean at one point and, and America is such a America is such a new nation mm-hmm. like when you really think about it mm-hmm. 1776 mm-hmm. was the birth of America mm-hmm. and you know like they kicked people out of their homes yes. to start this freaking country yeah China goes back to like mm-hmm. BC yeah you know I can't even like you yeah. know you got before Genghis Christ. Khan yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. before Christ you got Genghis Khan mm-hmm. and the all these other dynasties, mm-hmm. and you really you think they have not perfected the art of yes. something? Yes, you know, and mm-hmm. you want to piss them off in yes. this way? Yes, not at this time because again, 
they're already getting through the coronavirus. They yeah. have not reported any new cases. Exactly. So we may need their help through some stuff. And you over here trying to piss them off, sir. Get it the together. Virus. That is, and then it's just the xenophobia. Mm-hmm. It's exactly. not okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there have already been so many cases around the world of mm-hmm. people abusing, assaulting, mm-hmm. harassing Chinese people mm-hmm. because they think that Chinese people specifically are carrying this disease and it's like that's not okay no and i that's why i don't understand the supporters Mm -hmm. of that president yeah not my president i don't understand the rationale i don't understand the rationale Mm -hmm. either because it's like how can you support Mm -hmm. such hatred tree yes yeah and hatred yeah it's like how do you not care enough about humanity to support someone who spreads fear all the time like that's his so his perfect. mo is to spread fear, and not only that is that everything is all about me. Mm-hmm. Everything it goes back to him and how he's perceived and how he's seen in the world. Like everything is just so about who he is and how he's visualized, rather than the whole country and the common good. For, yeah, for the whole country, all the world. Like he truly doesn't care. Even in this coronavirus, he's spreading fake information, talking about cures that is not. That is not out there. Right. Just so you can, so some people can like you, some people who are not informed. Like, to me, I don't fully understand, like, his thinking. But again, that's who some people voted for, so it is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take it as such. Get me started. But I love how, through all of this... Mm -hmm. People are finding ways to mm-hmm. stay entertained mm-hmm. and keep the positivity going. Yes. So, like, Erica Badu mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a lot of others, but Erica Badu for sure yeah. was saying she was going to hold a concert yes. and uh, hold a live a series on live on mm-hmm. Instagram, mm-hmm. charge people $1 to get in. And I thought it was supposed to be today, tonight. It could be. So, check it out. I know. People. I need to go. I'm a, You know, while we're talking, I'm going to look that up right now because yeah. I love me some Erica Badu and I damn sure will pay only a dollar <laughs> to see her but yes. this is creative that's I, what I have to say exactly get your money even through the virus okay get that money think outside the box is all I'm saying now one thing though she mm-hmm. said she was going to charge people a dollar mm-hmm. and ever since she said she said that earlier in the week mm-hmm. but other people have just gone online to give um concerts and they're not charging anyone yeah, yeah. what do you think about that but Erica Badu probably needs to charge <laughs> <laughs> we love you Erica we yeah, really really I'm do just saying, okay maybe maybe money is not flowing for Erica as for other artists okay so maybe she needs to charge no shade just you know just all truth just trying to think of you know what the rationale might be behind that but i'm just surprised and i'm just pleased that she's you know thinking outside the box to have to keep people entertained while charging some you know while making some money yeah yeah that's true she may you know the the charge may be a necessity yeah but i mean like i said i would gladly mm-hmm. you know pay a dollar to listen to erica by yeah, the for a concert what are we doing anyway we're in a house cooped up so right might as well be so i'm looking at her page mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. and she really hasn't said anything else about it mm-hmm. she says uh you know this so, was two days ago that she was going to do an interactive 
live recording, $1, we're taking it back, that I don't see that she's done it. So guess what? I'm going to be real mad if she does not follow up. That's going to piss me off. You know, people were asking date and time, date and time. Quarantine. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Quarantine concert series Apocalypse One. One dollar <laughs> interactive I love live. The name. <laughs> <laughs> Turn on post notifications every time and anywhere you see this beetle. Mm-hmm. There you will find clues about date times and locations. Clues? No, ma'am. I'm not trying it's to a, find no clues. It's a Scooby Doo. No, you need to tell me what your day and time is. Quit acting. No, 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 no. I'm drinking. So at this point, I'm, like, I'm, I'm about to say whatever. So, no. You please. know what's crazy? I don't even follow Erica Badu, but I'm going to follow her. Please take the date and time so people can come easily because I don't think people are necessarily looking for Erica Badu's concert. Here's what I'm going to do. No, people are. At right. least in Texas. You know she's from Dallas. Is she? Yeah, she's okay. from Dallas. So, Texas folks checking for Erica. I guess I'm not, so I don't be knowing. Because <laughs> I'm like, you better quit trying to make people look for nothing. Okay, I need to Specific facts, then I'll pay a dollar to sign in to see her do what she got to do. We gonna, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know. I followed her. I'm going to stay on the lookout. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know. Text I'll, me, girl. I'll Text update me. you guys mm-hmm. on the concert. I'm sure a lot of y'all might be in attendance mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. We'll all be in this concert together. Yeah. Singing Tyrone. Hey. Singing uh, the window song about yeah. the airplane. I can't remember. Uh, I don't remember the name. If it was Jill Scott, maybe I'd be oh more God. about it. But I'm oh, Jill Scott needs to do the same. Yeah, I have. Like, this... I love Jill Scott, but I like Erica Badu. But I, don't, I, don't I love Erica Badu. Don't scoop and do clues to find out when her <laughs> concert is. I just need you to tell me the details. I have this long-standing like fantasy that one day, mm-hmm. and where's Jill, Jill Scott's from Philadelphia? Mm-hmm. That like. I would, it's like a dream of mine. Mm-hmm. I just randomly decide to go to like this little jazz bar <laughs> lounge and, you know, maybe they're charging $50 at the door are. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, whatever, you know what? I'm in Philly and, mm-hmm. you know, I want a nice night out. So I'll pay the $50 and I get my glass of Malbec mm-hmm. and I sit down and I start talking to some fine gentleman. Oh. You know, he's tall and dark, chocolatey, okay, you know, 6'5". Okay. Right. Look like he work out, you mm-hmm. know. Look like those weights. Yes, look those weights lift this way yeah. you know <laughs> with Philly girl right it's city of brotherly love yes. and then there's a stage and it's dark nothing's happening we're yeah. vibing to the music yeah. and out walks Jill Scott Ooh. and she starts to sing let's take a walk Ooh, after dark yes in the park yeah. and you know and then the night just gets better from there yeah. I don't know if it'll ever happen you but you never know you, I say I, it so it can be magic. exactly I'm putting Hope. I'm putting it out there in the yes, universe right now. Next yes. thing you know, I'm going to book a trip to Philly because flights are really cheap right now. Right? <laughs> in a couple months. Hopefully by July we are done with the corona. Exactly. Because corona already pooped on everything else we got planned. Yeah, so that means Jill Scott should be at home right okay. now. She should be quarantined. She'll be willing to go out yes. to a random yes. jazz bar to do her thing. Yes. She don't care if she gets paid or not. Yes, exactly. <laughs> She's going to go show up. Exactly. You know, do it for the she people. just wants to sing. Yeah. She wants an audience. And that's who she loves. Right. Yeah. And I'll be there in that audience. And it'll be a good night. Yes. It might, I don't know what it'll escalate to, mm-hmm. but whatever it'll be, this it'll be like, good. This sounds like a great night. You know, okay. I, I just needed to have this so I could write about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> put it in a book. DM Jill Scott. Book some dates. <laughs> Jill, what I'm going to tag, I'm going to tag you on this uh, podcast episode. Yes. So. I really hope this happens. Yes. 
so I could tell people about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Girl. Well, our next topic is that Idris Alba said that he tested positive for the coronavirus. And it's warning against the misinformation for the coronavirus, which is out there saying that black people can't get it. So we know that it's not true. Black people can definitely get the coronavirus. Hence, the two basketball players that got it, or three, I don't know how many at this point. And Idris Alba, not Idris, not Idris. <laughs> you know, I was... Okay, so... I thought, you know, when I first heard this theory, mm-hmm. black people can't get I was yeah. like, that's so stupid. Yeah. And then I read that Africa's not really been touched by yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, And I maybe. heard South Africa had it, but the people... South would, Africa's would, not... But they were like... Yeah. It was white people who right. got it. A lot yeah. of... Yeah, that's where all the white Africans come from. Yeah, so... And so I was like, okay. Then I was like, you know what? I'm going to hold on to this because we black and special, you know? <laughs> maybe we can't get it. Original people. Right. The original. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, Pangea and maybe all. got something in the genetic makeup, right? Right, right, right. We okay. started this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then the NBA players got and it. Like, bloop, 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 bloop. Right. Yes. But they don't have the sickness. They just have the virus. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of people have the virus, but they're not sick. Yeah. Which is true. Which, Which is, is something kind of like the flu. You right. Have, you it's, know. it's like a lot of viruses. Yeah. You can have a lot of viruses and be but, asymptomatic. Exactly. So it is what it is. That doesn't mean that Black you don't people have, can't be sick. You can't be sick because right. that's definitely misinformation. Right. So hence, you still have to be careful because Black people are not exempt from coronavirus. And we have to take the same precautions that's prescribed um, okay, that but, seems to work. How sick is Idris Elba? Idris Elba didn't look sick, okay? And, said, his, and his wife wasn't even tested. I'm like, can you go see, test this? He said he was feeling fine. Yeah. He was like, yeah, black people can have the virus, but I feel fine. It's like, <laughs> yeah. But he was warning, you know, he was like, I don't want black people to be thinking and all this, you know, trying to push the push it forward. But I feel you, Idris. But at the same time, I, I wish the coronavirus didn't have to. You know, snap you too, but it's all good. It's all good. He gonna be yeah. alive and well. Yeah, he gonna be, be fine. He gonna be Idris Elba, Elba, Elba-ing it up. Yes, once for it's many done. years to come. Mm-hmm. Cause we love Idris. Yes. So, but I get it though. Like, okay, maybe I could be a carrier. I definitely, I have a ninety-eight-year-old grandmother. I definitely don't want to go to my nana. Mm-hmm with this virus Mm -hmm. and give it to her to which she develops COVID-19 and pneumonia Mm -hmm. and then passes from it. Yeah. Like she didn't live 98 years to be taken out by COVID. Yeah. To to be taken out by COVID. And she is like alive and kicking. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. She good. Mm -hmm. She ain't tripping. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, Nana, Mm -hmm. I don't want to get you sick. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Nana don't want to be sick. Nana don't want to be sick. I think Nana would cuss me out if I got her sick. She'd be like, you don't want you the one that got me sick. And her dad's bad trying to curse you. And yeah. you're like, no, Nana, I didn't mean to. I'm so sorry, Nana. <laughs> but it's, it makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's just you know, you, we can't think we're exempt. Exactly. Like, viruses and illnesses don't discriminate. Mm-hmm. You know, especially being in the world of, like, heart disease and stuff like that. Yeah, like, they definitely don't. Age yeah. doesn't matter. Exactly. There's so many comorbidities when you're younger now. And also, I also want to push the message that you don't even have to have any comorbidities or be immunocompromised to even have the symptoms yeah. that COVID-19 can run rampage on somebody. Yeah. You just never know how it's going to affect you 
individually. So as a result, like you have to take every precaution that's being prescribed right now. Yeah. Because, you know, just a combination of everything and then praying to the Lord Jesus Christ, we hope everything works. That's yeah. the best we can do. So, yeah. so yeah. you know, and then when you think like moving on, mm-hmm. when you think about Florida, mm-hmm. Florida confirms that they have th- 328 COVID cases. Yeah. And, um, but there were still people partying for spring break. And it, it was kind of crazy to mm-hmm. see. It wasn't even kind of crazy. It, it was just crazy. whole batshit mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. to see the videos of the kids out there. Like, oh, I mean, we're going to get COVID. We're going to get COVID or whatever. And they're like, we're going to party, man. <laughs> We've been, this was the part that killed me. So some guy said, mm-hmm. They've been planning for spring break for a while. And then okay. I go, and then he says, you know, we've been planning for this for like a couple of months. Mm-hmm. That's not a while. But their their age, their brain is like 15. Even if they're 19. <laughs> like, excuse me, I don't even get it. Like, you yeah. have not even lived talking about it. If I get it, I get it. You're like, that's so dumb to me. But, yeah, you know. I mean, okay. Granted, let me not. I said the same thing. Mm-hmm. I said, if I get it, I get it. And yeah. I'll probably survive it. You know, I'm hopefully fair. Hopefully, probably. Uh, I wish my friend. Please. Thank course. you. You're Knock gonna, on wood. You're going to survive. I would survive it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm fairly healthy. Mm-hmm. I work out. I blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be all right. It's mm-hmm. not affecting younger people. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But it was when I really started thinking about, I have parents that are over 60. Mm-hmm. You know, that they'll be 65 this year. I've got my 98-year-old grandmother. Mm-hmm. I work around people who might have pre-existing uh, Condition. conditions mm-hmm. and things like that. So when I started thinking about that, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, okay, it's not just that no. simple. Mm-hmm. It's not if I get it, I get it, I'll be okay. Yeah. It's if I get it, I spread it. Mm-hmm. And will those people be yeah, okay? Yeah, and you don't know exactly what's going to happen. Like right. I read about this New Jersey case uh, where four family members died or something after they had a family dinner. Uh-huh. It's something like that. You would never think it would happen to you. Like, you're just having a normal family gathering and something like that. Like, imagine the kind of loss you being the survival of the situation and uh, mm-hmm. this person, that person, that person. Four people died from coronavirus. Like, to me, it does not make sense if everybody else in the world is taking these precautions and real-life numbers are being shared every day. But some kids in Florida and the Gulf Coast said, I've already been planning this for two months, two whole months, Okay. I can't lose no money, okay? Yeah. That they didn't even try to get back. Yeah. For some coronavirus. Who could possibly kill them or their family members? It's such a young mind mind frame. Mm -hmm. It's like, nothing is going to kill me. Nothing can take me out. I'm invincible. Mm -hmm. I'm untouchable. Mm -hmm. And it's like, bruh, think about the people around you. You aren't invincible yeah granted we're all gonna die mm-hmm. that was my attitude i was like i'm gonna die anyway so if i die from covid i mean like all right i could die from this flight i'm taking yeah. i could die from this car crash yeah i could die from eating some bad steak yeah. or something you yeah. know mm-hmm. but i don't want to be the reason someone else passes yeah i think i want i want to do my part for society yeah. to help flatten the curve mm-hmm. so it's like you just have to be responsible. Yeah. You have to understand the impact that you have as a whole. It's mm-hmm. about the greater good mm-hmm. and not your good. Yeah. And especially in this situation. Yeah. I mean, I do think people are inherently selfish. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that like everyone's selfish and only think about themselves. Yeah. But I do think like 
a lot of people will consider how it affects them before yeah. how it affects everybody else. And until else. it touches home with right. someone that you really care about, you don't understand the magnitude of it. Right. Like you don't care enough to right. change, to make change in right. your life. Yeah. So there was a video that came out today. I don't know if you've seen it. Of um, It was like a Florida lawmakers. It was so in, oh, I should look it up. There was a city in Florida, a small town. Mm-hmm. And the commissioner was going off on the mayor because the mayor forced people to pay their utility bills while the rest of the country, not maybe not 100% of mm-hmm. the rest of the country, but the majority of the country is holding off on like, you know, turning off people's power, yeah. turning off people's phones mm-hmm. because of what's happening. Well, the mayor forced the people of this town to pay the bill. Oh, wow. And so the commissioner of this town, it was a black gentleman mm-hmm. and the mayor was a white woman. He was going off. Yeah. He was like, you force people to use what could be their last checks to pay their utility bills. Mm -hmm. You don't care about these Mm -hmm. people. You don't Mm -hmm. care what's happening. There's a pandemic Mm -hmm. and you're making people pay. Mm -hmm. And it was actually kind of refreshing. Mm -hmm. Not kind of. It was totally refreshing Mm -hmm. to see someone in government really sticking up for their Mm -hmm. their constituents. Mm -hmm. The hard part of watching it was that he's a black man and she's mm-hmm. a white woman mm-hmm. and you know anytime as the black people girl. we exude some aggression or some assertiveness oh, that it's assumed it's assumed, it's assumed aggression mm-hmm. I call it assertiveness but, I call it passion but even if the same kind of thing were being like said by a white gentleman mm-hmm. or even if a yes. certain kind of way was said passive aggressiveness uh-huh. or aggressive it seemed it's deemed as passionate, yeah. Whereas from a black person, it's deemed as aggressive, right? And that's total. Like someone can be fully. This is passion is all through the spectrum, all through race. Someone can be truly passionate about something, and it's not should be deemed as aggression, right? Because even if the like this president is saying mortgage, you know, companies should delay this, delay that. Or, you know, student loans uh-huh. because of this common pandemic. And this is not a joke. People are literally losing their way of life right now. This right. is not sensationalism. People are losing their, like, how they make money. So, you can't make people pay. Because if we're really saying people are living paycheck to paycheck, literally this pandemic is going to prove whether that's the case or not. Because Right. So, it was, uh, let's see. It was the town of Lake Worth Meyer, Florida. Mm-hmm. The governor's name is Pam Trilio. Yeah. And the commissioner is Omari Hardy. Mm-hmm. So he basically was going off because she made, she, um, she and whoever I guess is over utilities, mm-hmm. you know, forced their residents to mm-hmm. pay the bill while mm-hmm. the rest of the company is suspending. I mean, mm-hmm. while the rest of the country is suspending stuff like that because yeah. people are losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he did not cursed at her Mm -hmm. he didn't get in her face she walked out Mm -hmm. she tried to recess Mm -hmm. the session Mm -hmm. the court session and then when he wasn't abiding by it because he told her Mm -hmm. that she didn't have the power to do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so she which was probably fact yeah which was fact Mm -hmm. for sure yeah she gets up to walk out Mm -hmm. and he was like you know he didn't he was on her neck Mm -hmm. and i love the video so Mm -hmm. much because 
he was saying everything that needed to be said. Mm-hmm. He was sticking up for his constituents. Yeah. He was putting her in her place. Mm-hmm. And she and it's on video. She was like, you're really going to do this? And he was like, I don't care about this video. Yeah. I don't care about none of that. Mm-hmm. You're forcing people to mm-hmm. use what could be their last check Dollars. to pay mm-hmm. utilities. Mm-hmm. You're not sticking by yeah. what the what national standards mm-hmm. are. And you don't care. Mm-hmm. You just don't care. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing thing mm-hmm. to see. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy for that. Yeah. But it's like, that's what's happening around here. People and that's what all... People that's pre- representing everyone should be doing. Exactly. That's it's what government should yeah, be. You should be advocating for the people. Mm. That should be your state of priority. You should not be comfortable enough to think that that's not your job. Right. So I'm really pleased that someone is out there in the lake, state of Florida doing his job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's really crazy. Mm-hmm. And then Tampa still has their beaches open. Girl, I don't get it. And Governor Ron DeSantis is leaving the restrictions to local authority. That just sounds like you're not trying to make no decisions. That's what that sounds like. So I don't understand why we can still have spring breakers all up on the media, all up on the news, Instagram, out there living their life, completely oblivious to the fact of what the rest of the country is going through and the state of the coronavirus and how, like you said, we need to flatten the curve and take the appropriate precautions. In all honesty, Governor Abbott of Texas is doing the same thing with us. Yeah. Like, he's leaving it up to the um, governors to make that decision. Mm-hmm. The and mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, you're right. Mm-hmm. The mayors to mm-hmm. make that decision yeah. and um, not really forcibly shutting anything down. So, yeah. um, my cousin mm-hmm. that you mentioned it, um, now that I'm thinking about it, he sent me an article mm-hmm. and there was a list of seven states that are the least compliant. Mm-hmm. Texas being one. Texas being one Girl, of them. I can believe that. And it's Is like, Indiana there too? Let me see. There, um, it was kind of crazy to read because it's like, wow. Oh, so Rachel Maddow mm-hmm. um, on MSNBC, mm-hmm. she was going off on the seven states that's not doing much about corona. Whereas you have New York leading the way. Governor Cuomo of New York is like shutting shit down. And they should because they have the most cases. Yeah, you should. Like Boston is a ghost town. New York is a ghost town. And California at this point, my sister lives there. She, you can't, you're not supposed to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like it's on a lockdown until two days ago, I believe. So the seven states, Indiana is not one of them. It's Texas. I'm proud of Indiana. <laughs> Shout out to Indiana. <laughs> As you say, sitting in Houston, Texas, what you love. I love Indiana and I love Texas. I'm a rep okay. both of my cities, my All states. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so it's Texas, Tennessee, Oklahoma, Missouri, Mississippi, Idaho and Wyoming. Mm-hmm. They've not yet, and this was as of um, March 19th, mm-hmm. so two days ago, mm-hmm. they had not yet implemented statewide measures in response to the public health crisis. Mm-hmm. So, and which is true, like mm-hmm. we don't have, while Mayor Turner mm-hmm. here in Houston has closed down bars. And, and restaurants and the rodeo and schools. Mm-hmm. We don't have any statewide measures mm-hmm. because Texas, the last I checked, had 68 cases. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like that number is underreported. Yeah. But that's what's being reported. And testing is not as freely available right now. So right. as a result, people aren't getting tested as they should be. Right. So we don't really know yet. So, so you know, I mean... As like when we talk at work, mm-hmm. we're taking everything day mm-hmm. by day. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do what I can to keep myself safe, exactly. Keep my family safe, mm-hmm. keep my friends safe. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna be precautious. Mm-hmm. If I have a tickle in my throat, 
we can't have brunch. But yeah, and that's true. That's true fact. Like I feel like we have to be because like being a nurse and seeing this stuff and being on the front lines, this is serious business. Like people younger, like all this young people can't get it. It's not facts. This are not true. Like seeing the things that is like people dying and people are just in general like just the state of how it truly is. Um, like it's just we have to take the appropriate precautions. Yeah. Like, stay your butt at home. That's really what it needs to be. Because because you're young, you could have a ventilator literally breathing for you and have nothing else going on in your life. As it far does as not discriminate. It does not matter. It does not discriminate. Black, white, Asian, it does not matter. So take the appropriate precautions and stay at home. And just even your family member that you know are immunocompromised, take extra love and care and attention exactly. to stay away from them. You still check on them, love on them, right. but really at a distance because you're yeah. doing them at an advantage right now. I call my parents. I haven't been to seeing them, but mm-hmm. I've checked in. Yeah. We talked today. We talked the other day. Mm-hmm. And like, I love my family, mm-hmm. but I'm not the person that talks to them every day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've checked in with them, but I also don't want to be an unknown carrier yeah. and bringing it to them. Exactly. And they don't have any comorbidities. Mm-hmm. They don't have any underlying like conditions. conditions. Mm-hmm. But I don't need, maybe there's an underlying condition yeah, we don't even know about. Exactly. I don't need it to be brought about yeah. because Shalice came yeah, <laughs> and, into the house. Exactly. And, yeah. So, yeah. but, so, but what about, okay, so we know that all of this is kind of crazy mm-hmm. and it's going to have a major mm-hmm. impact on the elections. Mm-hmm. It's 2020. Yeah. Um, it's election year. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yeah. We're barely getting through yeah. the Democratic primaries yes. right now. It gives me hope. I, I'm i glad it gives you hope. I'm going to have to glom on. Girl, I got to hang on to every little bit of hope that Trump ain't going to be in office next yeah. year. Like, I have to. Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. I like, don't know. With him giving us money quote-unquote, as I give air quotes. I give air it's quotes. He's giving taxpayers their money Hold back. On. He's not giving us money. Side He's note. giving taxpayers their money back. Side note, I have a habit of doing air quotes. And <laughs> as we talk, I air quote, and then I stop talking. So air quote, mm-hmm. you know, giving us bailout money. Yeah. I feel like that is going to... He, I honestly wholeheartedly believe he is using it as a tactic to get votes. Of course. Like... Sir, we fully see through Trump. Okay. Like, that's, no, he doesn't even try to hide. We fully see through him. No, the problem is, I feel the minority of people see through him. Yeah, I feel there are other people who are very oblivious, have mm-hmm. the blinders on, yeah. have on rose-colored glasses, yeah. and they don't. That's how he's president now. Girl, I love to call it how it is, and if you're not hiding who you are, I'm gonna call you on how you are because you're not hiding who you are. It's fully blatant. He does not care, okay? He's doing all the things that he wants to do, how he wants to do it. I mean, I see Because he truly believes this should be a dictatorship. But oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I, it's you not. Know, but he forgets in my In my heart of hearts, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be, and I don't want to bring this into fruition. I don't want to speak this into existence. So yeah. knock on wood. Yeah. Jesus died on the cross. Amen. And it was made out of wood. Amen. And I'm knocking on that cross. Amen. If there was a way, uh-huh. I would feel like he would use the circumstances of what's happening right now to extend exactly. his presidency. Yeah, he would delay it. 
He would delay the election. It would be a national emergency or yeah. a national crisis. Or, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the Constitution exactly. yet like that. But there yeah. is something in the Constitution that might allow him to extend his presidency. Yeah, and that is when I will go into full anarchy and full rebellion. Yeah. And I will be and that's a why part of the resistance. When the state of Texas will be at an advantage because everybody right. has a gun. Everybody's got a gun. <laughs> everybody got a gun. Is and we also <laughs> have been our own state before. Yeah. I mean, our own country before. And we could yeah. be our own country again. Yeah. The problem is we're a red state. Yeah. So if he was to do that. So we'll probably align with him. It would probably align with him. You've yeah. got four big cities, yeah. and the four big cities out of this vast state, you know, ha- hold the majority yeah. of the blue thinkers or the liberal yeah. or the, I don't even want to say liberal, but the non-conservative thinkers. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, every single little rural county in Texas are for, are for conservative. Donald yeah. J. Trump. I yes. think that's his middle initial. Maybe. So, <laughs> so, but, you know, we yeah. could... We were we were the Republic of Texas once. We could be the Republic of Texas again if we all vote for Girl, it. I'm just ready for this November to roll through because I'm totally over his presidency. So how do you feel about uh, how things are going with the uh, Democratic primary with Biden so, and Sanders? I'm going to be out here fully transparent. I voted for Biden. I mean, not, I voted for uh, Sanders. Sorry. Oh, okay. Because... You said something about student loans, and I was following that student loan promise real close. <laughs> I really wanted the student loans to be forgiven because it's an incredible, you know, incredible weight on young people. But and I have not really seen Joe Biden talk much about it. But you know, the people spoke, okay? Because at this point, Joe Biden wins three major primaries, making him the de- uh, Democratic delegation lead. He won Florida, he won Illinois, Arizona, and I think he won Texas. And he had won, up to now, 1,132 1, national delegates by this past Tuesday. So he's a little over 600 delegates yeah. away from having a nomination. Yeah, so at this point, he's up there. And Sanders, I'm sure you heard the news, like he was big mad. Big mad. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, he was big, big mad. mad. He's big mad. <laughs> I... Big shot. So in full transparency Mm -hmm. for myself, I vote, uh, I did not vote in the primaries. Mm -hmm. I have had a very hard time Mm -hmm. with all of the Democrat, uh, Democratic candidates Mm -hmm. and the campaigns that they have been running. Mm -hmm. I feel like they have been cutting each other down and that's every election. That's every, but in an election that is so important, mm-hmm. it is get Trump out or have Trump in. Yeah. It's like, I know you have to campaign against each other, mm-hmm. but you don't, you in my opinion, vision. yeah, you're, you're, yes, they lost the full vision. The mm-hmm. full vision, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is we need to nominate someone who can get Trump out mm-hmm. of office mm-hmm. and we need everyone to come together. Like I, I get it. Biden lied about some things. Sanders says some things, some unflattering things about mm-hmm. women. You know, uh, you got uh, who was it? Buttigieg, who you know had an issue. Black people had an issue First with of Buttigieg. Totally surprised that he even got that foot. Yes, I mean there was a lot of people. I mean, yeah. but like 
Black people tore down Kamala Harris mm-hmm. and her prosecution rush. Yeah. I don't even know what the issue was with Cory Booker because yeah. it was like way too early too for me to, yeah. yeah. You know, and, you know, we got, you know, Kobachop and just so, there was just so much cutting down of each, everybody. I didn't find any positivity in mm-hmm. it. So, but my thinking all along has been if there's one person who might be able to win the election, it's Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. He's been in the White House. Yes, he knows you know, the job. He knows the job. Mm-hmm. He knows the stress. Yes. You know, um, he's a white male. So, you know. That should be an easy choice. Right. He's not a woman. You yeah. know, like, unfortunately, like, I would fully vote for a woman if there was yeah. a woman candidate. Uh-huh. I have no issue with yeah. women in leadership, but a lot of women. And I'm fully supportive of voting for the right person regardless right. of anything. So. Right, that's true. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people have a lot of issues with women in positions of power. A lot of women mm-hmm. have issues with women in positions yeah. of power. Which is crazy to Which me. is crazy. Mm-hmm. And my issue with Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. is that he has high, high hopes this student loan thing. Girl, I had to buy into it. I know it's far-fetched. So let me, let me it's just. It's so far-fetched. It's I know. So, I could it's only so hope. left. Like, if any, he is so far left. Like, Donald Trump and his supporters, I should say, yeah. are so far right. Mm-hmm. I think Bernie Sanders <laughs> is, like, on the opposite end of the spectrum no, I think with his leftist. Yeah, he's kind of like a socialist. Like he is talk. a socialist, and yeah. I am not. And they can flip the script anytime, and I fully am aware of that. Like, I am can not. fully just flip yeah. the script. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, if you, I know all of this sounds good, like, Free education, yes. no student loans, mm-hmm. free health care. But yeah. it's like, let's be realistic. Yeah. We live in the United States of America. Yeah. We are not in Europe. Mm-hmm. Like, none of this, you're still going to have to come against the Republicans exactly. in Congress. Mm-hmm. You're still going to have to come against so much. I mean, there's like. There's so much things to block you. Right. The there's way. so mm-hmm. many things to block you. Mm-hmm. How is this gonna a real opportunity? Girl, I, I need to hope. be realistic. And it's so funny because, like. It, it honestly really is funny because I find you more conservative and things. Than I know, I am. but I all I know is what my student loans are looking like. <laughs> That's all I know. I'm currently in school. I I see the amounts piling up, so I'm like, if he's really promising this, I can only hope he can promise. Which, but it's gonna, gonna be a, make a big difference in my it's life. It's gonna be a promise, not. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, and then he is a socialist. I'm not a socialist. Yeah. No, I'm not like everyone should be yeah. equal pay. No, because if I work harder and I do the job mm-hmm. better, I want mm-hmm. to get paid mm-hmm. more money. Yeah. I'm not putting in all this extra energy exactly to be paid the same exactly. thing as the next person. If I come up with an idea that's better than the next person or right. it's just something that took off. I want I, the credit. I want the full credit and yes. I want the full payment Absolutely. for my work ethic. Oh, for whatever, however I got it, whether it's, you know, the Lord blessing with it, you know, just, I want the full, you know what I mean? Yes. I want to make money off of how Absolutely. I, I want to I be, put in work for. I want the proper value yeah, of, my, of my work. Exactly. So I am not a socialist. Mm-hmm. I recognize that in myself. Like even being on the left side of things, I'm mm-hmm. a conservative mm-hmm. left person mm-hmm. who thinks that, yes, there should be some stipulations. Mm-hmm. There should be some ramifications. Mm-hmm. There should be a lot of things, you know, in place. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, like, everybody yeah. gets one loaf of bread. Exactly. Despite, no. you know, no, 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 no. Like, yeah. 
If I have the money to pay for two loaves of bread, yeah. I get two loaves of bread. If I want to be out here brunching with a whole bunch of bottles, let me do exactly. me. Exactly. Yes. Let me do me yeah. because I worked hard mm-hmm. to do me. To live that life. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I am not on the Bernie train. I don't like how the Bernie people are going after the Biden people. You know, I follow uh, some of his like, you know, I don't want to say talking heads because that's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But I follow some of his advocates, I guess. Yeah, and that's a good And they one. go hard on For Joe Bernie. Biden. Yeah, but yeah, Bernie people are very strong on Bernie. Yes. Right? That's, yes. The, that's always been the problem because I think this is the second presidential run. Uh-huh. If it's not the third, I think it's the second to uh-huh. be fully. And every time, there's always like someone on the far, far, far right of Joe Biden, that it just makes it so distasteful. Yeah. I'm not Joe Biden, but Bernie Sanders that makes it so distasteful for yeah. you to even be able to handle yeah. or even see it. Yeah. That turns you off so much to even yes. vote for like, him. Yes, like Bernie people are like yeah. aggressive. They are aggressive. They are low-key disrespectful. They are. I, and that's just not how I, they yeah. they are like Trump people. A, a big portion, a, a big portion of Sanders people. We, want, we don't want to categorize everyone, but a big portion. Yes, or yes to, you're right. To the like extremist of it, and you're like, is it that serious? It's yeah. not that serious. It's not that. Ser- I mean, like it's serious, but not that. Ser- but, but nobody makes like that doesn't turn you into voting for somebody, right? But see, the problem is with that. The problem with that is, so let's say Bernie Sanders doesn't get the nomination. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden gets the nomination. Everyone that's hardcore Bernie Sanders, they're not going to vote. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to vote for the independent, and that is how Trump gets reelected. Yeah, and then he has so much young constituents, which are not very reliable, to vote. Oh, God, yes, they, they may be back they to be like because they're going to be on the ground right. saying that I'm here at the Sanders, you right. know. They're going to be like, my Uber was yes. running 10 minutes late, and exactly. I was just like, forget it. They're going to rally behind you, because you know, they want to do it for the pictures. Right, and stuff. right, right. But show up on election day, and they see that line across the corner of the guy who chooses between work or, you know, whatever else fun they want to do. And they choose, no, not today. I don't feel like it. Or I'm going to do it tomorrow. And they never get to it. So it's just that it's for that portion of young people who are not consistent yeah. are not going to fully vote. Yeah. And as a result, it affects him in the polls. Like, that's truly what happens. Like, he ha- he's not finding a way to secure, like, you know, the elderly vote. He has not truly found a way to secure the African-American vote. Yeah. So, as a result, like, everything is not connecting to make him the front runner. Yeah, no. He, Even though he, he's he is connecting, Yeah. He's connecting with people on things that are very realistic, like mm-hmm. student loan debt. But I was about it. I mean, it's nice. I would like it, too. Mm-hmm. And should Bernie Sanders get the nomination and then also become president and cancel my student loan debt, I'd be like, damn, I was wrong. I'm sorry, Bernie. I'm so I will do a whole podcast episode where I apologize to Bernie Sanders. <laughs> but and sing his praises and find research right. about his support. Right. I'm gonna go ahead and donate, yeah. you know, I'm gonna yeah. join his team. You know? Do the things because you were about your words. Right. But I just don't see it happening in Bi- Joe Biden, mm-hmm. you know, seems like more of a reasonable candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh they're both very old men. And they said he promised a woman vice president. Which That's true. Also... Which I like. But mm-hmm. I'm not hanging, I'm not caught up on if there's a woman the in the White House. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, that would be great. But granted, if the best vice president was a man, it is that's what it fine. Is. That is yeah. what it is. Let's like, do our job and keep him Yeah. Moving. Like, yeah. 
there are, but see, it's the optics. A lot of mm-hmm. people are caught up on the optics mm-hmm. where it's like, I just want the job done exactly. and I want it done right. At this point, the way like we're going through a life, we don't care who right. does the job. And it takes, we want the best person yes. to do the job. And it takes a lot of work to get an incumbent president yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Like Donald Trump is already in. Yeah. It's going to take a shoulders, lot of work to get money. him out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just not going to be that fucking easy. No. So, I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I will be voting mm-hmm. in the election, of course, yeah. like in the presidential election. Mm-hmm. I usually do vote in local mm-hmm. elections. I did not vote in this past mm-hmm. one, which I had a little bit of guilt about because mm-hmm. I was like, damn, why didn't I vote? But it's uh, all good. I'm glad you were transparent nonetheless. So it doesn't, you know, as long as you vote for the presidential, that's all oh, that course. really matters because we really need to get this dude out like ASAP, ASAP, ASAP. Anyway, moving on to health and wellness. We wanted to, yeah, to talk a little bit about why we are social distancing and why it's fully important. You know, I mean, we've already kind of said why it's so important. You mm-hmm. just don't know what you're carrying and who you are affecting. Mm-hmm. So flattening the curve. Mm-hmm. That's that's the phrase that everyone's been using. Yes. That's all the infographics, mm-hmm. all the graphs. All the media tools, mm-hmm. all the resources are mm-hmm. talking about flattening the curve. Mm-hmm. If we stay at home for the next three weeks, mm-hmm. you know, like so many less percentage, like 40%. You know, California has put 40 million people on lockdown mm-hmm. because they figured that in eight weeks, if they didn't take these measures, 56% of their population mm-hmm. will be infected mm-hmm. with coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So we don't want that, yeah, right? Exactly. We don't want to overwhelm the healthcare system because as you see in the news and the CDC, there's not enough ICU beds, there's not enough respirators, there's not enough masks, there's not enough resources that we need to treat everybody that could be infected at one time. Mm -hmm. So the best thing that you can do is keep everybody home. So maybe it could be a little bit more sporadic in the way that people get sick. Mm -hmm. The healthcare system is able to take that on better. I found this quote that I really liked liked when I was researching, mm-hmm. and it was basically saying it's just like your workplace bathroom, right? It had only has so many stalls, Ew. but imagine if everybody's going at the same time. It's going to be a major situation, okay? Oh You're going to see some stuff on the floor, some things are going to be backed up. Especially it's in women's be, bathrooms. Girl, women's bathrooms gonna are be, nasty. It's going to be bubbling. Something is going to be happening in there. <laughs> but if the same amount of people go over a long period of time, like it's manageable and that's what we're trying to say we don't want to overwhelm the healthcare system because even right now healthcare like we are having to scale back mm-hmm. initially the cdc always said that it was always a droplet precaution but the whole world always took an airborne precaution in dealing with you uh-huh. know the coronavirus they did the n95 they did them you know the face mask they yeah. did the gown and they did the gloves everything that you know the right precautions so now we're saying because we don't have enough resources, oh, let's scale it back to droplet. And people were already, healthcare professionals were already dying with the, you know, the full, mm-hmm. full ammo to begin with. Yeah. Now we're scaling back. That's even exposing healthcare workers yeah. to more, to, to this, to this coronavirus. And then like. If more and more people are coming, it's going to be unmanageable for people to take on. Yeah. So that's why it's very important to like stay home and really do what what is being recommended and don't go out as much as you should be. 
And that's why everything is shut down. So when people say, why is this happening? It's not that big of a deal. But Italy probably didn't think that it was yeah, that big of a deal, Yeah, they probably too. didn't. They probably think, thought they were exempt, too, or it would never happen to them, or this made no sense. But literally, I had one of my coworkers tell me, she's from Italy, she told me, like, only the military can go out in the street. And unless you're going to grocery <sighs> store or something really important, yeah, like pharmacy or anything like that in groceries, you can't, the military will find you. Like, it's that serious. Until, she would say, until we get to the point that Italy is... United States will never fully understand why it's important right. to stay home. Well, that's crazy. I mean, it's crazy to think about because I've read that, you know, of course, on the news, let me say, you keep hearing that it's going to get much worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. Like, we are now at a point where Italy was. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to put these yeah. precautions in place, and we should have put them in place earlier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just going to get so much worse mm-hmm. before it gets any better. Mm-hmm. So it's scary to think about. Especially because Italy is a small country. Mm-hmm. They got sixty million people. Yeah. We have two million people yeah. in Houston alone. Exactly. You know, there's forty million people mm-hmm. in California. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Texas. California is the most populous state mm-hmm. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And Texas is like next most populous. Mm-hmm. So when you think about that, it's like there is just so much room for opportunity yeah, for it to spread for infection. Really fast. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and I say that knowing, like I've said earlier that I was one of the people who said, mm-hmm. it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. Why are we doing all this? Mm-hmm. But when you really take a step back to think about how just one person can affect mm-hmm. so many other people or how many people you come into contact with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, going to the grocery store mm-hmm. alone, which I've done a couple of times mm-hmm. in the past week has been a trip for me yeah. because I go in there, they give me a little towelette to mm-hmm. wipe down my yeah. basket. And then I cognizantly, cause you people touch produce and pick it up and put it down mm-hmm. and pick up the next one and put it down. So like the whole time I'm in the grocery store, I'm like, don't touch my face. Because I might have coronavirus on my hands right now because someone touched it, you know? Mm -hmm. So don't touch your face. Don't Mm -hmm. touch your face. As Mm -hmm. soon as I get in the car, I pull my hand sanitizer Mm -hmm. out, you know, sanitize my hands, get in the car, Mm -hmm. come home, bring my groceries in, put them away, Mm -hmm. wash my hands, Mm -hmm. you know? But, like, how many people have I theoretically come into contact with mm-hmm. how many people are actually caring mm-hmm. i'm happy to see people in there with gloves because mm-hmm. while they still may be transferring from surface to surface they're not transferring from themselves to the mm-hmm. surface mm-hmm. but when you think about all of that i understand the curve now mm-hmm. at first i didn't i mm-hmm. was rebellious i mm-hmm. tell you that i be rebellious like you tell me something that wasn't my idea my first initial reaction is rebellion like don't tell me not to go outside yeah i didn't tell myself not to go outside so you know we have a problem you can't tell me not to go outside i'm gonna go outside because i want to go outside Mm -hmm. you know but then it's like okay let's take a step back cj Mm -hmm. let's think about some things Mm -hmm. maybe you could be contracted maybe you are carrying it maybe you could get somebody sick Let's not do you that. You just never know. And you just me, never know. And for me right now, the biggest problem that I find in healthcare is that everything is a recommendation. We see patients that come in with family members that's been exposed to COVID-19, actively been exposed, and all they're told is to go home. Nobody's enforcing that quarantine. Mm-hmm. But we see them in the hospital the next day, going up the halls and everything mm-hmm. without a mask on. And then it's like, <laughs> ma'am, this is all the recommendation. 
How many people have you exposed just traveling up the stairs in the elevator? Up, like how many people is out here and your and your family member you've been exposed to them because you've been cooped up in the house before you fully really known that we're sick with COVID. Right. You know what I mean? Like so all you this, got full blown COVID exactly, right now. and they probably have the are a carrier or actually fully like symptomatic and yeah. they still. People are out here just doing what they want to do. Right. Like you said, if, because it's not your idea. Like, you, you're just doing things because you're not fully under... Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just full, I just so confused so, about it. Like, I just... Truly, you are exposing other people to the illness. And fully... And you don't... Like we said, you don't know how... I read, I read a story about a man in mm-hmm. Kentucky who tested positive for mm-hmm. COVID-19 but said, F y'all... I'm not going to be quarantined. Mm-hmm. And he was just going to go about his regular life. He did not care. And the Kentucky, I don't know what town this was, but they sent the sheriff's apartment, like, I mean, the sheriff's department mm-hmm. to his house mm-hmm. to, like, keep him from leaving. Like, mm-hmm. they were, he has 24-hour round-the-clock monitoring, monitoring surveillance mm-hmm. so that he is not. And then finally the article said that he finally decided to cooperate. Yeah. But it's like, why would you be so careless? Like I get, not that I get, but mm-hmm. I more so understand people who might not know they have it and yeah. feel fine and want to yeah. go about their daily exactly. lives. than someone who has tested Absolutely positive no. and mm-hmm. you know that you are sick yeah. and could be getting people sick exactly. and you just want to go about your and life. And then also the hospitals also know this people have been exposed. But because it's all a recommendation, nobody can make you do anything. You can't call the cops on someone. You can't make them be quarantined. You can't do any of that, you know. So And it's a violation of HIPAA. So for me, I just have a big problem as a healthcare professional because I'm just like, my exposure is so much more. Because everyone wants to visit their family member, and I get it. But if this, And I understand if you, it was your son, if it was your mother, you wouldn't want someone beside them. Right. But I need you to walk with that mask all the way till you get up there. <laughs> like I need you to take the right precautions up till you get to that room because up to that point you were exposing whoever and whomever, whoever rode in the elevator with you, cooped up with that same air, just rotating. Just like to me, it's just spreading like, disease. To me, I'm just like baffled that there's no full enforcement. Like we talk about China. But I like the way they lock things down because sometimes you might have to lock things down to make some shit because not everybody understand why you got to do something that's difficult and hard to come to. But China but it needs to be done. China is such a more you like I don't know if this is the right word, but like utilitarian state. Like they rule with an iron fist in China. Mm-hmm. So like when something like this happens. You know, like people are more compliant. Americans are like, "Don't take my guns." Get my rights. Right. Get my rights. Right. I have the right for this, and mm-hmm. I have the right for that. So, yeah. like, take my rebellious spirit yeah. and multiply it yeah. by like a hundred, and yeah. that's America. So it's like, and then you know, you try to take something away from them, and it's yeah. like, you can't. How dare you? I'm gonna do it and anyway. They're gone, ready to go. Complete that trimming. Yeah. <laughs> Like say something, I'ma shoot you. God dog it. Girl, I mean, I can't. I can't. I'm not mad at my country. I mean, I'm not not that I'm not mad at my country. I am appreciative of being mm-hmm. an American, but it's like, come on, guys, we gotta exactly. we gotta do something different right now. Yeah. You know, but I get it. I I watched the movie. Okay, so I'm about to say this, but mm-hmm. you know, so we are talking about all the negativity surrounding 
coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about some of the positives. Yeah. You know, there has been some very interesting positives coming out of the corona of this quarantine. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, we are at one point they were calling it social distancing, but now it's called physical distancing because we're not actually. Not being social, we're just not being social face to face. I like the physical. Yeah, physical distancing. distancing. I like that one much better. So, um, part of my physical distancing. Yeah. Uh, I've been like watching a lot of movies. Yeah. So I watched Outbreak. Have you seen Outbreak? No. It's uh Lawrence Fishburne. Uh-huh. No, not Lawrence Fishburne. Oh my goodness, the other the guy Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah. The one I was supposed to say, the one that always narrates. Yeah. It's Morgan Freeman and Dustin Hoffman mm-hmm. and just like a lot of people. And mm-hmm. it's about this one little like small town mm-hmm. gets a virus, but mm-hmm. this virus is like killing mm-hmm. people like quickly, like within a day. Oh, wow. And um, they have to like lock down the city mm-hmm. and then like, you know, one part of the military is threatening to like blow the city off the oh, map wow. in order to control the virus yeah. and, you know, contain it. Oh, and wow. if we just... Below the city off the map. Anyways, it's on yeah. Netflix. It's yeah. called Outbreak. It's I'm, really funny. I'm going to have to watch that. It's actually really good. Yeah. So it's trending on Netflix mm-hmm. because it's kind of like what we're living what we're in right now. About. Yeah. Except no one's threatening right now yeah. to blow us off the map. So uh, another part of my physical distancing. So this is a little bit how I've been spending my time. Mm-hmm. I have been creating hey. little workouts. Yeah. I've done some yoga. I've run outside. Yes. I live in a mid-rise apartment community. Mm-hmm. So I've done some workouts in the courtyard, yeah. which I saw another girl uh-huh. the same day do some workouts in the yeah. courtyard. Did you and I, no. Girl, she did it know. after me and I was like, like oh. hey girl. I, she wasn't up? she wasn't there when I was there. She yeah. did it like three hours after me. Okay. But I was like, mm, she saw me. She saw and my she idea. She got inspired. Yeah, she was inspired <laughs> by me. <laughs> but that might not be a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the narcissism in me. I was like, I, I know you saw me, girl. You had me doing good. it. It's all good. But um, I've watched a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. I have talked, and this is the funny part to me, but the appreciative part. I have talked to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, since being on quarantine, mm-hmm. a lot of people that I don't, I don't usually talk on the phone. Like. Yeah. I talk to maybe one person regularly, mm-hmm. and that's my best friend. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, text me mm-hmm. or I'll talk. I'll catch up with you when I see mm-hmm. you. You know. So now you know people call me. I'm calling people. We're on the phone for mm-hmm. 30, 45 minutes, mm-hmm. an hour, mm-hmm. talking about what's going on in life. And I really like that. You've been, you've been enjoying the quarantine. I've been. I don't know if I'm enjoying it, but yeah, it has been mm-hmm. tolerable. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been like now. You know, I'm a social creature. Yeah. And I be out here. <laughs> we do. We we'll both be. Yes, we both be out here. We be out here together. Yes. So I ain't able to be out here, Girl, but it's a struggle, right? I've been doing some things too. I've been gardening. You know, I had to go to the nursery real okay. quick and gathered all those plants. And I gardened. That was a cute little activity. So yes. About like an hour and a half. So okay. I felt like I was invested in that home, so it was it was good. Yeah. To, instead of drinks, right? Yeah. Spending fifty, sixty. You know, $80 on food and drink. <laughs> I'm doing that at the house instead, you know. I'm still in school, so that keeps me busy with homework. Uh-huh. And then I was watching a lot of Netflix shows. Yeah. There was one um, documentary, Dirty Money. I never got into it before, but I started watching it this week. And there was a specific episode about Jared Kushner Ooh. that I think everybody Is that watch. Trump's son-in-law? Yes, exactly. Okay. 
which I feel like everyone to watch because it talks about really the character of this whole entire family and why we need to vote him out of the office. Like, <laughs> this is literally the standard that they'll uphold of me first and do what I gotta do. Oh, absolutely. And I'm in the top 1%. And oh, absolutely. Else it's like all about that. money. And then there was a specific quote that I appreciated during the documentary. It was like Jared Kushner, he saw the American people as a customer. Mm-hmm. And them as the like basically as some kind of provider, mm-hmm. whereas you the American people are the boss. Okay, <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be. Exactly, that you they're the boss and you're the employee. Yeah, we're not the customer. Yeah, you work for you us. You work for us. It's yes. the other way around. So I literally encourage everybody to watch because I think documentary is so insightful and fully uncovering everything that's going on. You know, like things that like specific sector, and I appreciate dirty money because they're just different topic areas yeah that they cover and one was about elderly abuse and um just power of attorney type uh-huh. stuff that i really appreciated too so it just kind of opens your eyes to so many things that's going on girl i've been trying to exercise too i've been um bicycling you know just being out here trying to stay active what can you do yes I, the goal for me mm-hmm. with exercise is to come out in the summertime ready. Mm-hmm. I want to be on several beaches because, you know, flights mm-hmm. are very cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I should book all my flights right now. Yes. Because I'm just like, I feel like, and I saw this, I mm-hmm. saw a meme on the internet today mm-hmm. that said, uh, you know, if we make it to, through this coronavirus mm-hmm. before the summer, this summer is going to be lit. Yes. And it is. It really Girl. will be. If we have to stay I, in the house for the next yes, few weeks, yes. summertime, July. I'm, July. Okay, July 17th to be specific. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be out here in the street turning them up. I might, I never buy bottles because I'm unabated in that. <laughs> I'd rather buy stocks, but I might buy a couple bottles okay, somewhere. Buy some bottles. Just to pop off because we've we been in the house together. As long as you buy some on my birthday too. Girl. Because we've been in the house. We've been like, up. I I have been like seriously. Yes. If we get out of this before mm-hmm. June first, yes, I am out all summer. Girl. I am short shorts, hot girl summer, crop tops. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna bring that song back. Yes, crop yes. tops, short hair, tan yes. popping. I'm gonna be glistening and, and we'll glowing. We're gonna put that fancy glittery all over. We're gonna, we might put it on our face too, just to do it. We're, we're gonna, gonna be like, we're just gonna be glittering. I mean, just like Twilight. Yeah, yes. I'm gonna be out here and I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna stay single. I don't care how many suitors I got. Hey. I'm gonna stay single because it's gonna be a because this is summer. not the time. Okay, right. <laughs> I've been in the this house for six weeks. Time I've been in the house. Exactly. I've been working out every day. Yes, that's that's the point. Oh, that's what I was saying. I'm girl. like, it's better to be booed up when you're in the house all day, well, but when you're back out into the world. It's not the time to be booed up. I ain't booed up, so I'm, I'm booed up with these weights. I ordered some more at-home workouts. I ordered resistance bands. Ooh. I ordered some workout gloves. Yeah. I'm going to go pick up some more weights. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to come out of this thing popping. Yeah. Okay, y'all ain't going to tell me nothing. You're going to be like, Shalice, why you got to close? It don't matter. Cause I've worked for this flat belly for the past three months being a corona. Exactly. <laughs> the house. Like, you know why mm-hmm. CJ ain't got my clothes yeah. on? Because oh, coronavirus. Hey. Corona got told her, me. Got her together. To be half naked. Yes. But yeah, so I've been working out. So I've, just, I've done yoga mm-hmm. and I've done workouts mm-hmm. and I've run yeah. and I've jump ropes and I've done yoga some more. Mm-hmm. 
And that's going to be the plan. At least do something at least for 30 minutes of each day. Yeah. I've got um, some paints and my easel and some canvases. Yeah. So I plan on painting. Yeah, and I love that. It, it's going to be, I, I have a whole vision for this series and it's going to be called the Corona Series. Hey. <laughs> yes, and I I'm, love it. I'm going to hang it on my wall when I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I already, I've got, it's oh, it's already in my head, mm-hmm. so hopefully I can get it out because I'm not that great of an artist. Girl, it doesn't matter. You've got a vision. Right. Vision is where it starts. That's where it starts. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to paint that, yeah. and uh, I'm just, you know, I'm going to cook. Yeah. I'm going to frost some stuff. I'm going to bake some stuff. Yeah. I'm a, We're going to live. We're going to live. Yeah. Like, this is not that, going to stop us from living. Oh, so I want us to, like, for me, for this week, I just, like, even when I ride my bike, sometimes... I put on worship music because yeah. it's just like this is literally the time to get nearer yes. and closer to God because I just feel like this was a pause. Right. This was a cause for people to slow down and literally know that nothing is in our control. And know like you just know you have no power into this world. Everything, like I said, is an illusion. Yeah. So just really draw nearer to God and just praying and knowing that He's the provider and He's the Father and everything. So for me it was just Drawing nearer to God. And the other thing that I really liked is this Cardi B song. So I'm going to play it real quick. <laughs> That's been my other favorite thing about this whole Corona situation. So I'm going to play it. Let's find it. <laughs> you really do like that song. I love that song. I was not... seen him on Facebook with a lot of other stuff uh-huh. and I love him. So I love how he Hilarious. takes something. I love that. And then he did the cough. Yeah. Pop, pop. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> I love it. That's been like probably my favorite thing out of the coronavirus so far because I'm like, if we're going to be in the house, let us at least get a good laugh in. There please. is, I think there's been so much positive and negative to come from this. Uh-huh. I mean, even when it, you think about like the pollution over China mm-hmm. reduced significantly right? because they shut down yeah. for so long mm-hmm. or the way that we're coming together or the way we're speaking. Mm-hmm. Like people are finding different ways to be engaged and, and interactive, interactive and mm-hmm. detached from mm-hmm. their phones, from yeah. um, the screens. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we're also learning how to, you know, just how to be good citizens yeah. of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, you just have to be a good citizen and of the world. And how we're learning to be compliant for the greater good. Right, and really. how to think outside of yourselves. Exactly. Because, honestly, I think as we go and as generations come about, mm-hmm. we get more and more selfish. Mm-hmm. You know, even when you think about 
what the Bible teaches us mm-hmm. and we apply our own logic to it, mm-hmm. if it doesn't make sense to us, which yeah. in itself is selfishness. And we don't tell her it to what we're going through. Right. It must not be. It must mm-hmm. not. You're like, mm-hmm. It's like the Bible. It's so old. Yeah. Like, they, make they don't know what we're, it. you yeah. know? So, mm-hmm. uh, we're just, it just takes us outside of our current thinking mm-hmm. and has us looking at what the situation in so many different ways mm-hmm. that it's very positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, now all positives come with a negative. That's just how life charges is. work. Mm-hmm. Life works. Mm-hmm. Magnets work. Mm-hmm. Batteries come with positives and <laughs> yeah. negatives. You know, like, should be so deep right now. <laughs> yes, girl. Speak on it. Speak on it. You know, yes. Every, what is, mm-hmm. who was it? I don't know if it was Einstein, but yeah. someone said mm-hmm. every reaction, com- I mean, every action comes, comes with a reaction. reaction. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, we're going to have both sides of it, yeah. but it's just really how you choose to look at it mm-hmm. and react to it. And yeah, and I love that. I, I Like, I'm not joking how you spoke on it, really, because it's really the kind of person you are and you can choose what kind of person you choose to yeah. be. You can be a half full person or a half empty person. Yeah. Like I've truly been depressed so I can speak on being depressed. I refuse to be depressed because I know the lows of a low. Like I know being in the pit of something. So like you have to choose to encourage yourself. You have to choose to like look in the positive yeah. side. You have to choose to encourage yourself in the Lord. Like you have to choose to make the right decision. Like you can control your thinking. You can choose to control your thoughts and how you move in life. Mm-hmm. So like, I just think it just really projects us to how we are going to face this yeah. crisis and how we're going to come together and, and rally together and still find a way to be loving to our, to our friends. Find a way to be more present, to mm-hmm. call our friends, to call our loved ones, to just be there a little bit deeper and to dig deeper so nothing, like, so much relationship feels surface mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. It's just our generation. It's just having to dig deeper and to truly love somebody and know what love really means. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and in physical and emotional and always in all types of relationships. Absolutely. So, I really, really, really love that you spoke on that. Yes. Well, now that we've talked about all of that, we have a new-ish, well, the whole thing is new, (laughs) but... Third episode in. Right. We're only three episodes in. Yeah. And we're still, we're about three glasses deep now. Right. So we decided we wanted to do a relationship advice or just an advice. Advice section. Yes. It doesn't have to be a relationship. Mm -hmm. So we want to do an advice section. So mm-hmm. now I will go ahead and give my disclaimer that I am imperfect, perfectly right. imperfect, yeah, imperfectly perfect. Mm-hmm. And so, but I feel like people give better advice than how they move in their own lives. Exactly. When you're on the outside of things, you see things yeah. a little bit more clearly. Yeah. And I think that puts us in a position to give an informed exactly. advice. Exactly. Yeah. So these these this advice that we give comes with no judgment. No. We both recognize that everyone falls short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> we all make dumb decisions daily. Every day. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, please know that if you send in a question, there is no judgment. Mm-hmm. There is none of, you know, we're not going to, you know, we're going to answer you, give our advice with hearts full of love mm-hmm. and everyone's best interest at heart. Exactly. So. T, go ahead and read that question. Okay. So, this question we'll find on Reddit because we're still trying to build fans. So, to you send us questions, we're going to find questions on Reddit. So, this one says, how do I, 23-year-old female, be more okay 
and comfortable with my boyfriend, 25-year-old, having a female best friend who is also 25. So she wrote in. She wrote on Reddit, we both have opposite gender friends. We've been together over two years and trust each other a lot. We've communicated our feelings and have set healthy boundaries about social media, friends, and so on. I've met his girl best friend, of course. She has, she's a great person. I have nothing bad to say. Every time we all hang out, it's been positive. But it irks me a little that they talk so much. Maybe it's because I don't have to talk to my guy's friends often and don't hang out with them alone. Only a couple times a month, I will catch up with them. Sometimes they'll comment on an Instagram post, but I've set personal boundaries to limit communication to a minimum and respect for my boyfriend. He talks to his best friend every day, though. They, talk, they tell each other everything, which is their right to do so. I don't want to take the, their friendship away from them. I, I just sometimes get a bad vibe. He's done some odd things that makes me question if they're texting about stuff I shouldn't see. I've asked him up front if they've ever had feelings for each other, and he said yes, but he chose me and has never done anything serious to make me question our relationship. I don't know. I know he loves me. I trust them both. I just want to know how I can make peace with it and be less insecure. And then she added an edit, which says, if anyone has stories similar or can give me advice on how to just get over it, I appreciate it so much. Thank you. I think... That is an interesting topic in question. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people deal with it. Yeah. And here's my thought on it. And, you know, let me know if you disagree mm-hmm. or agree. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sh- you'll share your thoughts. Mm-hmm. When I think about, I have male friends. Mm-hmm. And um, not male best friends. Mm-hmm. You know, my best friends are female mm-hmm. because, of course, that's who I relate to. Mm-hmm. You know, we females, we relate better. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I think it is very choppy ground mm-hmm. or choppy waters when it comes to having a female, if you're a male and you have a female quote unquote best mm-hmm. friend. And she said that he said they had feelings for each other in the past. I can't tell I think that. that's the probably, probably the hardest part to deal with. But it really all stems from your feelings about yourself. Mm-hmm. The insecurities, in my opinion, are your own feelings about yourself. And you have to deal with that in yourself. You have to know that you are bringing, you know, what you're bringing to the table is good enough. And that if he can't value you over her, then it's not the relationship for you and you should walk away. Mm -hmm. It is his choice to continue to communicate with her. It is your choice whether you're going to deal with that or not. So you have the option to walk away, regardless of how much you love him, how much history, how much, you know, whatever. The sex is good. I don't know. You have to do what's best for you. And if this is something you can't get past, you've communicated with him that this is a problem for you. He does not value your opinion on it enough to adjust or, you know, make the proper adjustments to make you comfortable. Then to me, that says... You value your friendship more than you value me, Mm -hmm. and this might not be the relationship for me. Mm -hmm. I think you have to do whatever is best for you. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, The only part that I disagree on is the fact that I feel like as as if we're in a relationship, I'm your best friend. Nobody else should be your best friend. You shouldn't be speaking your heart to anybody else, and I don't want to see you on the phone with nobody else for minutes, hours, and seconds. More than we talk per day. Like, to me, that's problematic. 
and I just, I live in the real world, and opposites, you got things that fit into each other. I just can't, <laughs> I just cannot just assume that it's strictly friendship, especially if you had feelings in the past. It could be a romantic night, you never know, things spark, and then there's a kiss, and then you hide it, you know, I watch too many movies. But at the same time, like, I just don't believe, like, really that it works out to be somebody's best friend as your opposite gender, especially when you're in a relationship. Because feelings of resentment, feelings of jealousy comes into play. And then that person that you are with in a relationship doesn't feel secure enough or feels that they have to compete with someone. Right. And you can't fully show who you truly fully are when you feel like you're in competition with somebody else or you have to fight for affection. So to me, I find that problematic, especially when growing in friendship. And I think that this is in between us. Like, I just, I can't fully open myself because I'm constantly thinking about someone else that you trust more than me. It's kind of hard to build a relationship when you're on the phone or you speak to someone so much more frequently or you open up to someone so much more than you do me that's of the opposite sex like I just kind of don't trust that well what about do you think there's a time limit to that because okay take me for example Mm -hmm. I'm early 30s Mm -hmm. I mean a man in his early 30s Mm -hmm. he already has established relationships with maybe so-called female best friends you're just meeting me. We're not best friends just yet. Mm-hmm. I think she said she was two years into this relationship. Mm-hmm. So let's say I have a friend who I've been friends with since high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were very close. Mm-hmm. We're not as close as we used to be. Mm-hmm. But we very, were very close. He was, and he was a male, of mm-hmm. course. So now some guy that I've just met who I'm building a relationship mm-hmm. with, who I'm building a friendship with, mm-hmm. who I see myself with, two years. Two years versus 16? So, like, someone who knows my childhood, someone who knows my parents, someone who knows my past, someone who knows my past relationships, someone who knows me knows me, and you, like, you want me to not be friends with them because I've now known you for two years and this person's known me for 16? So, my position is not that you're not going to be friends with them. You're not going to be as close friends with them. I don't expect you to be speaking to them frequently on the phone. I don't expect you to have them over. I don't expect you to reveal all your heart secret to them because that should be preserved for me. And not, like, you might share those things, but I don't feel like they should know those. They should have insider information to things that I don't even know about. You know, that I don't know yet. Like, when you're opening up about yourself or so you had a rough day. Like, that would really piss me off if you tell your friend of the opposite sex before you told me. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I'm trying to be there for you. I want to be there for you. It's my pleasure to be there for you. I want to build you up. Mm-hmm. And then you over here not even giving me the opportunity to do so. So so if you if that could have been a situation, then you could have grew that in that 16 years that y'all have been together. But if you're trying to give us a fair chance at our relationship, then you need to see that moving forward that I'm your best friend. And I'm not saying to dead your relationship. That's strictly not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying there needs to be some boundaries placed that while I'm in a new relationship, I have to give that a fighting chance. And that's, if that person is truly your best friend, they will understand that certain boundaries have to be placed. Mm -hmm. Like if they're really your friend. I understand that. I do. I, and I'm not married, so 
I appreciate your thought on it as well. And I'm honest, like I said, I don't have male. I have one male best friend for a while, mm-hmm. but we ended up falling off. Mm-hmm. But granted, he was also kind of in. No, he was actually never into me. Mm-hmm. But there was like a night where a moment almost happened. So you see what I'm saying? That's almost yeah, no, that no, no, night no. that is almost right, happened. right. It's almost that but situation. At the same time, we were like 19 or maybe 20. But it doesn't matter. So and then hold on, let me finish. I'm sorry, I just, I just feel strongly about if you. And can. so the night didn't happen, and we moved past. We talked about it, and it was like that was weird. This was not while I was in a relationship mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. That was it was like <laughs> drinking, mm-hmm. and we moved past it, and it never ever happened again. Mm-hmm. And we remain to be, like, very close friends. Granted, he wasn't my best friend. My best friend has always been a woman. Mm-hmm. He wasn't my best friend, but he was a very close friend of mine who I could go to for a male opinion mm-hmm. on, like, something that was happening mm-hmm. in my life. You know, because a lot of times you mm-hmm. do need that second male opinion. Yeah, you need mm-hmm. that male perspective. Like, we don't think like men. Mm-hmm. Men think like men. Mm-hmm. So you need that. So I could go to him. Outside of that one night that almost happened... Mm-hmm. nothing ever happened between us yeah. you know so and I feel like it's unfair in a way to say you can't well I guess you're not saying you can't be friends with him but I'm also not going to brush my friend off mm-hmm. because you are uncomfortable with it mm-hmm. but I will make sure that you completely understand. Now, I get it coming to you first or maybe coming to you second, mm-hmm. you know, versus you, coming to you first versus coming to yeah. you second. You know, there's some boundaries there. But as I, I don't think two years is a very long time. Mm-hmm. I've been in a relationship for two years plus, mm-hmm. And in two years, I really thought I knew you, but I didn't mm-hmm. know you. And I learned so much more about you in the following years. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm still getting to know you. But mm-hmm. if it's something that you feel like you have to keep secret, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. If it's a friendship that you can't talk about, mm-hmm. to me, that's a problem. Yeah. If it's a person I've never met, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. If it's a if it's anything, if there's secrecy or surrounding it in total, mm-hmm. that's a problem to me because there's something going on. Yeah. I think as long as I feel very comfortable, yes. like I think you said something very important, like the comfortability that you've introduced, like that you've allowed and ushered us to build, like if we've been around each other and I don't find anything suspicious, if I like, yeah. I don't see anything yes. suspicious in your phone, if I don't find like you guys are talking the odd period of the night, yes. if we're able to hang out, have a game yeah. night, yes. and yes. 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 Time, yes. Absolutely. And we all enjoying each other's company and it's ha ha and we can be friends too. Right. Like then there's a level of trust that we can build. Right. But as far as like just you guys having your private friendship over yeah, there yeah, yeah. and you don't no, have to It's now the three like, of us. It's not, a, it's a yeah, three-sided yeah, friendship. Exactly. It's a triangle. Exactly. Because yes. you're not going to leave me out of the situation because now we're a couple and this is what it is. That's yeah. like my most recent ex. He was very, very close friends with a woman that he worked with. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. And she had a boyfriend. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. and her boyfriend didn't like him. Yeah. See? And yeah. that was like a but red flag. What? Yeah. There's a red flag in there. Yeah. To me, if, if you don't, if something's small fishy, it's because it is. Yeah. Like, take the side because we're grown now. And we've I asked the question. Enough. I was like, did y'all ever? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is it? Why doesn't mm-hmm. her boyfriend like you? Yeah. You know, like because she's seeing you and you're texting while you're texting my girl. Right. And then like I wondered about you know, when I first met her, she had an attitude. Granted, she had something personal going on Mm -hmm. in her life, so But what is that gonna do with you? Right, but she was rude, but uh, it was it was that day that 
like her mother know. was rushed to the hospital that day. Okay. She wasn't in town. Oh, she had brunch though. Well, she had already. <laughs> <laughs> She had already. Her mother lived in a different city. She okay. was already in the city. Well, we were I in. I would have been at home. On the and phone she was. With my mom. She was. She was late to the thing that we were at. I wouldn't have made it to brunch. And so she and finally made it. Right. She finally okay. made it, but she had I a whole trying. attitude, and I, I was trying. like, okay, that's not about me. Mm-hmm. And then I later learned what was going on. But I get the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But so in regards to the question, my advice to her is: if it's uncomfortable, if you can't talk to him about it, mm-hmm. then you should move on. For sure. You should definitely move on. Yeah. You should realize your worth, realize your value, and if he and understand that if he doesn't value enough to make any adjustments, if you require adjustments mm-hmm. and if you are yeah, that uncomfortable sure. and he is not making your comfortability uh, priority, priority mm-hmm. then you should move on. I totally agree. You're on the same page. Right. That. Mm-hmm. High five. Yes. yes. <laughs> Giving sound advice out here. Yes. 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 Well said. And when it's all said and done, I think doing what's best for you mm-hmm. is selfish and selfless yes. simultaneously mm-hmm. because you're freeing up that other person to find their happiness, whether it be with his best friend or not. <laughs> and Girl, you're freeing up yourself maybe, exactly, right, to, to move your, on to find your happiness. happiness. Yes. And everyone will be happier in the end. Yeah, everyone will win at the end. Exactly. Everything works together for the good. Yeah. So, so. those will believe so. You know, even those, like, people believe in the universe, and, like, the universe is working better for my good, too. Like, sure, whatever. Like, just... (laughs) The universe is working together for your good. Who made the universe? Okay, God. So, (laughs) we're just gonna move on and let the good be the good and the bad be the bad and call it a day. Yes. Because you ain't never lost something without getting something better. Exactly, exactly. So, just trust in who you are and your value and yes. we really have to trust in our own yeah value yeah our self-worth exactly. self-worth is very important mm-hmm. and that's where i think insecurities mm-hmm. and confidence come into yeah. play like if you don't believe in yourself you're going to be insecure yeah. and you're going to second guess everything and i think it's very important to assess your insecurities in your own private doors absolutely you know like with yourself like really truly be transparent if you can't be transparent with anybody else be transparent with yourself and fully like where am I weak at? Why is this spiking? Why is this a trigger for me? Yeah. And like really assess those things. Write them out if you have to. And yes. work them out. Because you don't want to portray that into the world and for that to right. continue to have a continuous effect in the world. And a lot of people put their insecurities off on their partner mm-hmm. and expect their partner mm-hmm. to help them be less insecure. And yeah. that's not that. Mm-hmm. Like it does not matter. Yeah. Even no matter how much your partner speaks into you, mm-hmm. you're beautiful. Yeah. You're worthy. You I love you. Yeah. If you don't believe in yourself. And if you're saying, no, I'm not. Yeah. Who wants to keep speaking into right. that person? Okay, you don't care. It takes a lot of energy. Yeah, I can't override that. Every- I'm like, right. I feel like it today. I'm not here to for Dowdy right. Betty. So right. So if you don't believe in yourself, you're definitely not going to believe in anyone else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just got to know that you are worthy. Exactly. Despite all odds, despite mm-hmm. everything you might have done wrong, yeah. God finds you worthy. Exactly. You are worthy. Yeah. You're just enough. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to episode three. Thank you. It's been a fun night. Continue to listen. We truly appreciate it. And tune in for next episode because we will have everything else that's been happening that week for you. Absolutely. Stay safe. Cough and sneeze into your sleeve. Mm-hmm. Don't touch people. Mm-hmm. Physical distance. Yes. But stay social. Yes. We need it. <laughs>
All right, guys. Good night. Good night. Bye.